I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Written by the number one podcast in the world. Right behind all the other ones. I'm Chase Bridges. I'm Robert. I got, me and Robert have been hanging out today. Yeah. Uh, we got Mexican food. Uh, so I'm not going to ask you what you've been up to because. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah, we've been chilling, man. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff happening. Um. Me and Robert are officially on the next season of Dancing with the Stars. We are, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm actually going to be the dancer, and Robert's going to be the star. I so, don't I don't think we were supposed to talk about that, actually. Oh, we might have just violated our NDA. Oh, uh, wait. Did you put your real name for that? Yeah, I, signed I thought mine that's what as, we were doing. I signed, I signed mine as Robert Downey Jr. Oh. So I think I'm good. Oh, well, if you don't see me on the next season, <laughs> this is why. It's because Chase ruined it. Yeah. And we definitely couldn't cut this out, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that's too much work for me. I don't. <laughs> well, since uh, since we've already been talking today, and I know what's up with you and everything, yeah. what's, uh, what's a good movie you've seen recently that I should watch? Uh, that you should watch? Yes. Okay, so lately I've been watching a lot of TV Okay. Been watching Veronica Mars. Okay. Veronica Mars is really good. However, I will say, oh, I watched this movie for the first time the other day, and it was so weird. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, I've seen, I've seen a good bit of this. Yeah. Dude, I was like, I want to watch this movie because it's one of the only Johnny Depp movies I haven't seen. Yeah. I turned it on. Me and Elizabeth watched it, and I was like, this is the weirdest movie. Uh huh. <laughs> Like that's just all, that was the whole movie. I mean, you guys couldn't see my face, but <laughs> yeah, and like all the all the like wavy, warpy effects, yeah. whatever. Is, yeah, that's crazy. All right, what's the movie you've seen lately that I should watch? Uh, we talked about this a little bit, but you should watch Pig. Pig is really yes. it's a movie that like it's great at like there's a situation and like all the characters know what's up, but mm-hmm. they like just feed you little bits of information and you figure it out slowly over the course of the movie and it's not like oh, wow. what you expect going into the movie. It's cool. It's cool. Is it is it weird? A little bit, yeah, but I mean it's a Honestly, how I describe it is you you know Justin Robinson's yeah. short films. It kind of feels like the type of feature that he would do. Oh, okay. I feel like, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage, of course, is yes. is he peak Nicolas Cage in this movie or is he's he like, actually acting? No, it's a it's a very subdued Nicolas Cage. Really? It's a he's a he's a really quiet character, which I feel like for me at least like those are some of the most impressive performances for me because yeah, I feel I like for an actor it's like easy to be loud and boisterous. Yeah. But to like show emotion for a character that doesn't show off a lot i think is is cool i need to watch that what did you say that was on again hulu Hulu, yeah i will watch it i will all right i will watch that movie right all right all right (laughs) so yeah that's what uh that's what you guys should watch those movies too yeah as long as you're appropriate how what's the rating on pig i'm not sure i'm not sure fear and loathing in las vegas hard hard hard. i almost said hard r (laughs) 
It's a strong R-rated movie. Very much. <laughs> All right, now we're going to make our own rated R movie. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be in the bowl? There's so many things in the bowl that I'm actually really excited so many. about. Yeah. Because I feel like we, because we only do it every other week now, we're not uh, we're not getting through them quick. Exactly, yeah. So, let's hope we got something good. Okay, we got a we got Road Trip. A Road Trip movie or yeah. short film. Got a little ahead of myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Road trip. Road trip. This is a very specific genre. Yeah, and there's a bunch of movies yeah. in the road trip genre. Yeah. And I like some of them. Yeah. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh are we there yet? Yeah. Starring Ice Cube. Ice Cube, yeah. <laughs> uh R V. Yeah, I think there's one movie called The Road Trip. Yeah, there's a movie called like The Big Long Dumb Road or something. <laughs> Oh, Bad Trip came out in 2021. Yes. The Eric Andre and Hannibal. No, it's not. It's Lil Ray. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That movie's really funny. Um, Unpregnant. Oh, I guess Nomadland technically is a road trip movie. <laughs> Adam's this... Family 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kodachrome. I've seen a little bit of this. Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah. Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, the Between Two Ferns movie. Did you ever watch that? I never that? watched the movie, no. Oh. It's on Netflix. Yep. Yeah, Phoebe Bridgers was in oh. that before she... Really? Got to where she is. I mean, she was... Still pretty sort popular. Of big, yeah. Uh, the We're the Millers? Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. my favorite. Uh-huh. I feel like with these road trip movies, it's always like two people that are complete opposites and would never get along somehow have to be in a car together. Yeah. It's, it's like the odd couple dynamic, like in an apartment or something, yeah. but in a car. You ever see the movie Uncle Drew? No. I've, Dude, I've seen previews. I really like that movie. That's okay. a road trip movie. Yeah. Where it's like they're going around and picking up each of the old players of the team to get the team back together. I wonder if there's like a spin we could do on it to where like I had an idea for a sci-fi <laughs> once yeah. where it was like there's a character that needs to get some sort of thing to prevent, you know, the evil sci-fi villain from, like, destroying the world or something. The only person who knows where it is is his general dad who died and they didn't have a good relationship. But since it's the future, you could upload your consciousness <laughs> to, like, a little cube. Yeah. And so he breaks and steals this cube. And so then he has to travel with, like, the consciousness of his dad in a little cube who's oh, yeah, like yeah. constantly talking crap about him but he's a tiny little cube so we can just like chuck him away whatever but he always finds his way back yeah or something like that because it's like connected to him somehow yeah that's a good idea it's kind of like um night rider but more yeah. uh like more father-son yeah that's really yeah let's do then, like, that. yeah and the lines are kind of blurry because it's like the real person is dead this is just an algorithm that's predicting what he would, would say. have said yeah so he like makes up with his dad and has an emotional journey but there's also the extra element of he never actually got to do oh, this snap. it was like by the time he did this it was too late and so he has to live with the fact that he could have made up with his dad 
while he was alive, but didn't. Oh, wow. Okay, so it sounds like, because, I mean, this is a short. Usually yeah. road trip movies are pretty long. Yeah, I would think that, like, for the short, it would almost be, like, the road trip starts and, like, one thing happens. And they yeah. make it through that thing and just keep going, and that's where we leave off. Yeah. 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 Almost implying that there's more if you... Give us money to make the rest of it. If you give us money and we attach David Hasselhoff to the project, (laughs) he can play the dad. Yeah. (laughs) No, you could you could attach any big name actor because it's just a little voice thing. Yeah, it's just a recorded in their closet. We can get uh, the guy, the actor plays Red Foreman in that '70s show. (laughs) That would be really funny. Yeah. So let's do that. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. We're done. Yeah. You pretty much explained it. (laughs) So. This was, this was the concept for something I was thinking of doing. This was this is when I was still in college and like figuring out writing, and of course now I would be like trying to write something a little more grounded that I could actually do. But like the original mm-hmm. concept was like the world's ending, like Earth life isn't going to be sustainable on it because of pollution and heating up and all that. And, like, all the rich people have conspired to, like, fly away on a spaceship mm. and leave the poor people behind. And so his mission is to, like, stop that launch from happening. Interesting. I saw a, a play recently called Leaving Iowa. Uh-huh. And it is about uh, a guy who goes on a road trip to take his father's ashes to where he wanted them Oh yeah, laid out, and it and it's talking about good, like re- he relives his childhood as he's going on this road trip across the country, and he yeah. like makes peace with his dad posthumous, humiliously. Yeah. Heard it both ways. Yeah, so we could do something like that, maybe. Yeah. Where instead of like he's going to like why is the why is the dad's cube have to be in the car? Yeah, is the concept of the out. sci-fi thing was like. The dad's consciousness is only in this cube. It can't be put anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And also, like, he's the only person that, like, knows where this thing is. Or even there's, like, a... He has to, like, say some sort of password or something in his voice. Mm. You know, it's, like, activates the... Oh, maybe it's the kind of thing where, it's like, the dad was always working. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's a high-up general that, like, figured out that stuff in this government was wrong and so then you know he gets killed for it but like they have a bad relationship because like he was so busy trying to save the world he wasn't there for his son but he was also just kind of like rude yeah a little like, bit he was, yeah he's like that classic tv exactly. dad where he's yeah. just like mean yeah plus he was a military general so like, he's probably a pretty hard guy exactly yeah okay and so he uploaded his consciousness to this cube uh-huh. and then attached it like through science that we make up yeah uh, to his son, to where like it follows his son, like he, the son cannot get rid of the cube. Oh yeah, I think yeah. Right before he died, he puts some. He uploads his consciousness. Maybe he puts a device in the cube to where it's mm-hmm. like, if you hold the cube up to the door, it will unlock. And then like, he also like puts it on a little delivery robot. Yeah, and then delivery robot takes it to the sun it like it could be like a cute little star wars droid where like it's one mission (laughs) is to give him the cube if he throws the cube away it brings it back (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's really funny and yeah we could do a whole feature with this idea but the short let's just i guess just focus on the beginning yeah yeah and then i guess the ending could be them driving away together on this to head on this trip maybe i think uh 
think the most compelling thing for the short just to stay true to the road trip aspect is maybe like we rush through the exposition and we have them driving and we just see like the first conflict where it's like okay. they're fighting but then like what? <laughs> maybe like the enemy people catch up and then he realizes the oh, importance yeah, the and they gotta they gotta yeah. keep going okay what if we start we open in the middle of like a car jump over a canyon, like Dukes of Hazard style, <laughs> and there's lasers shooting all over, and we just see the main character like, oh, and then beside him is the cube, and it's like, oh, <laughs> and then it freeze frames and it goes, I bet you're wondering how I got myself into this situation. That's literally how the Mitchells versus the Machines open. No way, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. At least I'm onto something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a. A little Subaru or whatever car they drive. It runs over <laughs> some robots. Big ramp shot. And then you see the entire family and two robots and a dog. So you probably wonder how I got here. I'm a genius. I'm, yeah. I I think this means I'm just as good as the writers. <laughs> okay, well, I guess but, we should okay, change I think, that. I think we could uh, maybe, maybe we open on the delivery robot delivered the cube to his door mm -hmm. and so we get like oh man but i don't want to make it too long though yeah I want most of this to live on the road right and plus like the the cube convincing him to go on the road trip it's probably like boring you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's like shortly okay so let's maybe they're already driving and like maybe you start with just the tight shot of the dude in the front seat and he's talking and you think he's talking to a person and then you cut and, and it's, it's just like cube. a little cue. Yeah, I like that. And maybe, okay, this is how we establish what the delivery robot does. He's talking with the dad cube and they're arguing and in a fit of anger, he throws, throws the cube out, the, out window. the window and then the little robot... like It's like a drone. Yeah. He's like... And then he's like throws it back in the window. Man, you don't... You don't watch Star Wars, do you? I've seen them. Have I you don't... seen like the most recent one that came out? No. Because the personality I'm imagining, there's a really tiny little droid Bemo? that they. I forget. Or not Bemo. Uh, the little orange one, orange and white one. Yeah, the little tiny one that like it has like PTSD. Whenever anyone tries to touch it, he's like, "Oh no, thank you." <laughs> oh no, I, I haven't seen that. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really funny kind though. Of what I envisioned it <laughs> oh, as. No, thank you. He's just a little scared. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, so we yeah that's the opening. Yeah, like if if this is a Disney movie, the delivery robot is like the little animal that they put in every time, like the lizard entangled or the or the uh, in Moana the the chicken. Yeah, or the pig. Can't remember. There's two of in those. that movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talks like Olaf. <laughs> it's Josh Gad yeah. with like a robot filter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the other reason I was thinking about writing this was because, like, yeah, you got one actor and then just two voice roles that you could yeah. fill in. And I mean, you need CG work, but... That's true. Okay, so you open. He's fighting with Dad Cube. We could figure out what about, but it's kind of like... It's kind of got to be like, why, why did I have to do this in the first place? Why are you roping me into your thing? Mm -hmm. and he's like no it's the fate of the world is in our hands like dude when the you were alive the fate of the world was always in your hands you think the fate of the world could have waited once <laughs> when i had a baseball game or something like that he's like i went to your games he's like name one time you went to a game 
Um, you know, the T-ball game. He's like, I was three. <laughs> I was three. <laughs> I don't remember. And then he checks it. <laughs> hey now don't forget this yeah i think i think he's irked because like his dad was never around he never knew him he died tragically and that was a hard thing and he kind of yeah. like just got over it and now like this dude that was never in his life is now like okay the next month, you got to dedicate to this cross-country road trip that's super dangerous. And you're going to yeah. be chased by bad guys. This is a fun movie. Yeah. You should probably write this as a feature. Yeah, man. This is good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're on to a great start. Okay. Yeah. So we have that beginning solid. Yeah. So I think- uh, What is the first thing that like happens that could really help us get to the climax of okay. this? Okay. I think maybe he stops the car- as the cube is being delivered back and there's like a dude on the edge of the road that's kind of like hiding or maybe he's too busy arguing he doesn't notice that he's been followed Mm, yeah and then you got you got a shady dude in like a little sci-fi suit black visor you don't know who he is yeah and these two people are chasing them yeah they're chasing them and then maybe the dad's like or the driver let's get a kid name for the main character the son it's set in the future so what if it was something like x ash <laughs> like elon musk's kid no uh i mean i think like 100 years in the future maybe which names change a little in a century let's do, but let's do ash i like ash yeah. i like ash as well yeah so ash is like oh my gosh like maybe they started shooting at the yeah. car oh you know so we don't have to do a car chase since it's expensive we could do he stops the car to get the cube back and then another car stops and he's like wait what's that and the car doesn't open for a while the windows are tinted it's just sitting there and the the dad cube it only has vision sensors in one way and so he doesn't see it he's like what's wrong son it's like that car just stops like have we been followed man yeah we could even do I was thinking about this. It'd be a funny bit if, like, he's arguing with the cube and just to be, like, petty, he turns the cube around so its eyes are, like, facing the car seat. He's like, you turn me around this instant, son. (laughs) That is a good (laughs) bit. must have visuals. Okay, so what if they pull off into, like, a a road, uh, what are they called? Rest stop. Yeah. And they're getting out and, like, uh, he's just, like, stretching his legs or whatever and he notices a car with tinted windows pulled over like kind of watching him and he's like what's wrong son and he's like that car's been just kind of sitting there watching us he's like have we been being followed or whatever (laughs) and he's like i don't know maybe and then uh we have like a shootout in this rest stop so the the people jump out of the car and they start shooting Uh ash jumps back in the car and it's like and the cube's like in the dash in the dash (laughs) and and so he opens the door and in the dash is one of the ray guns and he grabs it and he's like he's like he's shooting and stuff dude i think the delivery robot should be armed too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, yeah, like the dad did that to like protect him on the journey. And I like the idea that like the delivery robot is so skittish, but it's also very lethal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I feel so terribly. <laughs> Warning. Dangerous. 
blast. <laughs> Excuse like, me, sorry, pardon me. How you doing? You <laughs> should you should warn the enemy before you're gonna shoot. Them. Heads up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So they they get into this shootout at the rest stop. They they it's just a bunch of lasers. They manage to uh to blow up their car, the bad guy's car. It blows up. Yeah. <laughs> And then they, he jumps back in the car and he pulls out and then he they head back onto the highway. And as they're pulling back into the highway, maybe we have so, a moment like with dialogue wise where they've kind of bonded a little bit. And then we just see them driving away and we fade to black. I think what it's got to be is like the conflict between these two characters is like the son all of a sudden has to like enter into the dad's world. And like he doesn't mm. want to, he's always resisted joining this that world. world yeah. yeah, and the son is like, and the the dad as a cube is trying to like ease the son into this, and so I think the turning point is however they defeat the the two villain droids or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's a moment where like the dad has to tell the son to do something and it's risky, but he manages to do it and pull it off. Mm -hmm. And so that's when they've kind of like earned each other's respect. Yeah. Maybe the dad even says something as they're pulling away and is like high tense. And he's like, he's like, that a boy. Yeah. And that like means a lot to yeah. Ash, even though it's like a small moment. Yeah. 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 So how do they, if they're being shot at, how do they turned the circumstances around being them. shot at they have are we are we gonna do the thing where he's like and look in the dash and then he, he's got a ray gun of his own yeah so he's shooting back but he's a terrible shot he's or never maybe, shot a gun maybe maybe what it is is they're getting shot at and they have to duck behind the rest stop and so the dad's like the only way maybe they have maybe the droid it has tiny guns, but it can't pierce their armor. Mm. But the ray gun in the car can. So the dad has to be like, okay, I'll guide you through. You need to run through the danger zone to the car, yeah. pick out the ray gun and shoot it. You remember I taught you shooting from a very young age, son. And, and, he's, he's, like, like, and he's like, you called that teaching? You yelled at me at 45 minutes while I shot at a target. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> shot anything in 10 years. And he's like, but I gave you the instinct, son. You, once you learn how to ride a bike, you never forget. It's the same thing with you. It's like, it's not, Dad. It's like, I could die if I walk out there. You, you could die here. Yeah. He's like, you're going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then so they kind of hatch a plan where the, the delivery drone like draws the fire and yeah. it allows him to run to the car. He like he jumps the hood like the Duke's a hazard, jumps uh -huh. in, pulls out the gun, and he's like, shoot, son, shoot. Remember, breathe in and breathe out. And pull the trigger as you breathe out. And, he, and he's like, Whoosh. he aims and then just, Whoosh. perfect shot. Yeah. Blows up the um, one guy's armor, sends him flying, yeah. does it again. You know what we do? When they're arguing in the car before, and he's talking about he was never there for him, he could say something to where it's like, you were never there for me. The only time you hung out for me was when you were teaching me military stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the dad would only like go shooting with his son because that's the only way he knows how to bond with another human being. Is like, Yeah. It's through what he knows. Yeah. So like, you know that they have this history and then when they're in in the in the situation dad cube is like all right now you got to put this into practice kid yeah okay so what if we do it like this because that's a really good point so 
uh, we do that. That sets up when they have that argument or that conversation that you were just talking about. He also is like, why didn't you just, why, how about you just play ball with me or something? Come see a baseball game or something like that. And then, so during the shootout, they're shooting, he shoots them with the ray guns, but it's not really taking them out. And then one of the bad guys kind of like send over this grenade and it's flying through the air and he picks up a stick and he hits it like a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. And he sends it back. It blows up the enemy whole car. Yeah. And then that that's like both things. It's like, I just wanted to play baseball with my dad and I he like just wanted that. to yeah. shoot with his son and now yeah. they've done both. <laughs> yeah. We should, we should do something different than baseball. Okay, yeah. Because we got a mutual with a baseball player in the sci-fi. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. True, it's true, it's true, it's true. But what else could he do to where it's like, yeah. Maybe football. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. It's even got to be like, I feel like a military dad would respect like sports. That's true. It's so maybe it's something. something not sporty. Yeah. Some What's something not sport? Maybe they have a podcast where they write a short film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know science like very but even then it's a sci-fi world so science is kind of dope or what if it's even like it could be tennis oh yeah let's yeah. do tennis <laughs> yeah why didn't you just play tennis with me dad because only losers play tennis son <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do that yeah so yeah. they're at the rest stop that's car that car's been there a while then they start shooting they have to duck behind like a vending machine or something. Yeah, a vending machine or something. And then a droid, the little droid starts shooting, but it's like, my weapons can't pierce their armor. <laughs> or like, what if, what if it's not even the fact that the weapons pierce their armor? What if we really go into that one joke where it's like he's giving them a heads up every time he shoots? <laughs> yeah. He's like, watch out! And so they obviously duck it. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? The dad put it in his programming that he has to protect humans and so like he could shoot at them but he can't, he can't hit yeah them. his programming prevents him from killing anyone because like, he's a protector droid one in the yellow watch out <laughs> <laughs> it's like why are you warning them it's like i did it's in my programming why didn't you why did you do such a crappy job at the program he's like well excuse me i was dying i had five minutes <laughs> and then, or even better what if he's like you know what yeah that's on me yeah. he's like yeah that's that's an oversight on my part yeah. i just put a protector expression and then i, I croaked <laughs> that's really funny okay so yeah let's do that and then yeah so they're behind there and then they hatch the plan where it's like all right you got to get in there. You got to get in the car and get the ray gun. But it's like, well, how am I going to get there? And then they do something where I think we should do something different than the grenade. Because if they have a grenade on them, then they... Why were they waiting yeah. to use it? But maybe it's something to where... I don't know. I was going to say he uses his tennis skills to hit the robot. <laughs> yeah, but like... Or like maybe maybe the car is decked out in arsenal, yeah. Because the dad like set it up that way, and and so maybe I don't know. I feel like there's just something to like. I don't know. I feel like it would be his car though. Yeah. Yeah. The robot is the thing he's like put there for him. Okay. How does the son use his skill to divert the attention so he could run to the gun? That's what is tennis? <laughs> yeah. What is it? 
Uh, and plus, you kind of have to have a tennis racket or something. Yeah. So maybe, like, maybe we don't do the tennis thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's um. Maybe he's a professional shadow puppeteer. Shadow puppeteer. And so he makes it look like a giant dog is eating. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe he's a an impressionist. <laughs> and he makes it sound like a dog is coming yeah. or something. <laughs> I was in a D&D game once where I decided... They said my character was charismatic, so I decided this dude is an amateur impressionist. And so anytime we were in like a little area being attacked i would always be like all right now i'm gonna do an impression of hundreds of people walking up <laughs> as nice. a distraction it never worked it <laughs> never worked dang you gotta roll them dice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay uh what, is there something with that uh it's sci-fi so we can literally create something maybe it's like if he was like a computer guy or a science guy he might know how to make not an explosion explosion, but something that would like boom make a noise. Like a smoke screen or something. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, so well, let's think about this. The dad is like the super high tech general dude yeah. who is able to code this cube. Mm-hmm. He he does all this crazy stuff. Yeah. So how does a son rebel from that? He's gotta be like a pacifist or something. Or even like a dumb jock. Almost. I know we said that a military dad might prefer mm-hmm. an athlete, but I don't think this is a typical military, you know? Yeah. I think I think what would disappoint a military son, dad the most would be your son's like a like an indie musician or something. And that's actually a thing where like a surprising amount of successful indie pop artists have parents of the CIA. Oh, in the CIA? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like who? I mean, you know, more than one person, which isn't a lot. But, <laughs> but it's weird that it happened yeah, twice, right? Exactly. If I had, I would have two nickels. Yeah. <laughs> I threw up my Doofenshmirtz impression, Dude, dog. It's, it's the same for actors, too. You yeah. know who Nick Kroll's dad is? Who? Obama? <laughs> <laughs> no, he like runs like a defense firm or like a law firm for defense people and Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, Nick he's Kroll... not that funny to be making it like that. <laughs> no, nah, but he he had a whole Comedy Central show that ran for a long time yeah. despite terrible reviews. It's because his dad's a billionaire. Wow, man, I wish my dad was a billionaire. Me and Robert would be taking written by on a world tour. Yeah, just me, you, and Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah. All right. What what could an indie musician? <laughs> do to get to distract them in this situation maybe okay he's got like a portable instrument that he could rig up to make it no he does a he has like a little it's the future so things can be smaller he does something to where it's like hey if i activate this speaker and this instrument and put them together it'll create a lot of feedback oh so make a loud feedback noise i think that works yeah. And we could even use the the other robot. For some reason, when the speaker gets too close to the robot, oh, that and we could can be set that up in the beginning, where he keeps trying to use his speaker, yeah. but it keeps feeding back because of the robot. I imagine that this instrument is basically like a stem player, where it's like a yeah. you know, Kanye stem player, yeah, where it's like yeah. a handheld little thing. Are you going to get it to hear Donda 2? Uh, I found... A leak? Actually, no, I totally... I already bought the stem oh, player. you already so. have a stem player. Yeah. That took you way too long to say that. Yeah, no, I... Uh, 
you made it seem like you no, were really embarrassed. I got Donda 2 100% legally. Not through an Instagram account I follow. Oh, wait. Are you lying right now? <laughs> wait, so you don't have Stim Player? No. <laughs> but I have Donda 2 if you want the leak. Is it out? Donda 2 out yet? On the Stim Player. It doesn't sound finished, and he's recording more stuff, so we think it's going to change, but... Kanye, what are you doing, yeah. dog? What are you doing? Stim player. Man. Okay, so Ash okay, has yeah. a stim player. Yeah. We establish at the beginning that when it gets too close to, to the, the protector robot, robot, the frequencies showed out big noise. But then he's like, okay, I know what to do. We could have the little droid. We should give it a name at some point. It's going to fly close to them. Then I'm going to throw the stem player, loud feedback noise, that will disorient them, give me enough time to run to the car and then there's a moment where he grabs the gun but he's under pressure they realize where he is and are coming at him and the dad has to talk him through remember what i taught you when you breathe were nine in. years old breathe in breathe out eyes on the target squeeze squeeze yeah he manages to shoot them and they take off and then that's when we have that little moment yeah yeah i think that's it yeah yeah that's really good the name for the protector bot uh-huh. should be uh PA. PA? <laughs> I like that. Protector assistant. We should have, yeah. We should have some numbers in there too. PA. Oh, wait. What's a. Uh, hold on. This is like a film term. We can make this a whole like. PA Super 8. <laughs> PA Red Komodo. Okay. Yeah. So on a film set, no one is 100% sure how this nickname came to be. But film crews, typically like older film crews, but like some like recent ones, they call clothespin C-47s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They still do, yeah. Yeah. C-47. P-A, C-47. P-A, or let's just call them C-47. I like the P-A. P-A-47. That's nice. P-A-47. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, they still call them that. You know how different, and I don't like how they call drop cord stingers. Yeah. Because I looked like an idiot my first day uh-huh. on set, and they were like, hey, go get me the stinger. And I just was I like, know. what is a stinger? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you mean the drop cord? Yeah. I have, like, such a unique, like, into the film industry, because, like, I've really, I've barely been on sets where I was anything other than a director. So I've, like, learned everything from, like, the people under me talking. I'm like, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's yeah, a, C-47. That's yeah, that's really funny. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it, man. Maybe. I mean, you don't make a lot of money that way. I'll tell that's you true. that. That's why I'm that's, <laughs> that's why I have a day job. That is true. It's like you can you could freelance out here, but it ain't directing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's this argument in the beginning about? Well, okay, okay. So we know that like the son is mad that like he he has to like give up all this time to Go on this mission for a dad that was never there. Yeah. Maybe, okay. You do the classic thing where the radio is on, he's driving, and then you hear the voice go, hey, could you turn that down? It's like, no, this is my car. It's like, please, son, can you turn this garbage off? It's like, I don't think you're in any room to be telling me what to do, dad. And you just hear the voice. It's like, whoa, where is it? I am your father. You're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then that's when you have the reveal of it's just a tiny cube in the car. Yeah. And so he's talking about like, well, it's the fate of the world that's at stake. It's like, dad, the fate of the world was 
always at stake for you. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want any part of this. And he's like, well, it's too bad. Because if the world ends, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to make any of that music anymore. Oh, yeah. That could be like the dad's big argument. Is like, there's not going to be a world to sing to, son, if there's no world at all. Yep. And he's like, fine. And then that's when he gets mad and turns the dad around. <laughs> he's like, yeah. hey, turn me, turn me around, son. Yeah. Turn me. It's like, no, man. He's like, oh, so now you want to spend time with me? You didn't want to ever come to my band uh, show gigs? Yeah, we did other things. It's like, yeah, we shot guns. I don't <laughs> like guns. <laughs> and he's like, well, fine. Uh, show me some music. And then he tries to use the speaker, but uh, it feeds back because of the robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's a, he says something. It's like a last straw. He chucks him out the window. Yeah, chucks him out the window. And then PA-47 is like, oh, retrieve, retrieve. Well, you dropped this. Oh, drop this. Yes. I like, got it. I got it. Heads up, heads up, heads up. I feel like, uh, do you know who Roy Funches is? Yeah. The comedian? Yeah. I feel like it's his kind of voice. Ron it's just Funches? A re- Ron. Yeah, it's Ron. Yeah, yeah, It's a real chill, nice, or even like a Sam Richardson where it's like, oh, I've got that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> yep. No worries. Yeah, that's really good. That's funny. Yeah. And okay, so yeah. that's when they stop the rest up. Everything else we've talked about happens. Yeah, and then the ending, they pull away, and then maybe the dad's like, way to go! That was crazy! Yeah. Or good thinking back there, son. Or he doesn't talk like that. Good mm-hmm. thinking back there, son. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, what it is, is they're in the car, and the dad's like, that was that was some quick thinking back there, son. Yeah, and then that's where you see that like this means a lot, but he's trying not to show it. And so what he does is he just turns the cube around to where yeah, he can to see where he again. Can see. <laughs> or, or maybe we make it even less nice. Is that maybe you could be like, be like, hey, that was some quick thinking for someone who's never done anything with their life. Yeah, and and he just kind of looks at his dad and he's like, and he just kind of turns him around. Yeah, and then we they drive away, and that leads into the rest of the movie. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I do like this. It's yeah. fun. Wow, 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 wow. And then like the movie thieves talking about, we've got a long way to go yeah. in a short time to get right there. there. But it's being sung by the robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is the musician's son, like he's like the hipster that's into classic like oldies music, but oldies music to him is just music that's out now. <laughs> It's just like uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, man, turn this garbage off. I'm, I'm not like the other kids. I only listen to the classics. It's like, it's, I don't really care. You <laughs> I only listen to the cla- yeah. the classics. If too much. Uh, uh, if too much. <laughs> I only listen to the classics, Dad. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. <laughs> listen to the classics. <laughs> it's like Rick six Roll. foot, seven foot, eight foot, punch. Excuse my charisma. <laughs> Man, yeah, this is fun. This is a fun little world. open we have a tight on our protagonist ash who's driving a car front on tight uh 
Playboy Cardi is playing on the radio. Hear that in the background. And we hear a voice, older man voice from beside him go, could you turn that garbage off? He's like, no. Please, I can't, I can't listen to any more of this. And Ash is like, you, you don't have any room to talk right now. I'm doing all this for you. You don't have any room to talk here. The voice is like, I don't know. The fate of the world depends on this. And that's when Ash is like, hey, I'm not arguing with my dead dad. And we have a shot and we see in the passenger seat, it's not a person, but it's a little tiny black cube with two two like robot eyes that's in, in the front seat. And that's like, well, if it wasn't for me and you doing what we're doing, then the world's going to end. So I don't think you got any room. I don't think you got any room to talk. He's like, that the fate of the world always got in the way. It was always the fate of the world with you. Fate of the world just couldn't <laughs> wait once. Yeah, that, that's why you were never around. And we see that there's a, there's a high-tech little thing that the music is coming from. It's like a little stem player when he gets agitated. Uh... <laughs> It shakes and it goes close to this robot that's in the background, PA-47. And when it gets too close to the little robot drone, it causes a lot of feedback throughout the whole car. PA-47, very polite droid, is like, Oops, sorry. And then it, it kind of backs <laughs> up away from it in the car. And it's like, I had to do a lot in my job, but I don't don't act like I wasn't around. I was around for you. We, we did stuff. Like, we, we would go shooting. So it's like, yeah, we went shooting. That's what you like to do. I hate shooting. I hate war. I hate military. So all your things. <laughs> and he gets agitated again. The uh, the STEM player gets close to the robot. A lot of feedback. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. And it's like, it's not your fault, PA-47. It's like, look, we have a mission here to do, son. And if we don't save the world there will be nobody to sing to and then the son just kind of sighs and is angry because part of him knows that he's right and so he uh he reaches over to the cube and he turns him around so his eyes are facing the the, the back of the seat dad cube is like hey hey turn, turn me around hey i need i need visuals turn me around he's like i'm not <laughs> doing it he turns up his music on the stem player we hear the playboy cardi <laughs> the dad's like I can't believe you'll listen to this old garbage. Can't we listen to something recent? And he's like, hey, these are the classics, Dad. I'm not like the other kids. I like oldies, and you're going to listen to it, Dad. And he's like, oh, man, why'd I have to have a musician, son? Or something like that. And that's when he he's just picks up the little cube and chucks it out the window. And immediately, PA-47 is like, oh, I got it. <laughs> It just flies out of the window. It's like I'll retrieve it. Anyway, they he pulls over into a rest stop, and the uh, the droid little drone flies back, holding the dad cube. Son picks up the dad cube, and it's like, look, man, I know, I know this is an important mission, but seriously, man, I I barely saw you, and now all of a sudden you're back in my life, and you're taking up all my time, and I like just got over you dying and I feel so weird because like this isn't even like the real you that I'm talking to you but it kind of <laughs> is it's just your consciousness I don't, I don't know what to do here and the dad's like well just keep moving forward 
But then uh, the son looks up and there's a car and it's been there a while. Dad keeps like, what, what, what are you looking at? It's like, that, uh, that car has been there for a while. He turns the cube around and sure enough, the windows are tinted, but the doors start to open and we see two people in like these all black military suits, black visors. We can't see who they are. Dad keeps us like, son, we've been followed. This never would have happened if I had, if my visuals weren't compromised. <laughs> and then <laughs> the, uh, the two military bots pull out laser guns and start shooting at Ash and the dad and PA-47 and they all duck behind a bunch of vending machines and they're being shot at. PA-47 has some guns on board and he starts shooting but right before every <laughs> shot he's just like look at you! It's like <laughs> top right! <laughs> He's like, shot safe coming. <laughs> That's a really good bit. And so the uh, the military bots are dodging all of the the, the shots because they have warning. There's some bots like, why why is he doing that? It's like, oh, I programmed him to be a protector bot. And so I guess instead of just programming, he can't kill anyone. It's like, well, why would you do that? It's like, I don't know. I just I just added a protector expression right before di- I I was dying. Okay, just give me a break. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> It's like, well, what are we supposed to do? The robot won't kill anyone. It's like, all right, that is my bad. We got to think. <laughs> we got to think. And then uh, the dad's like, hey, you have your ray gun I gave you in the glove compartment, right? He's like, yeah, I do, but it's all the way over there. I can't get over there. He's like, son, we're going to have to. The robot can't do it. You got to go to the car, get the ray gun, and shoot them. You'll shoot them just how I taught you. So I was like, I, don't know, I haven't shot in ages. I don't know if I could hit it. It's like, it's like riding a bike. Once you know how to do it, you never forget. It's like, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. Well, the shots are getting closer. <laughs> Bad guys are closing in. He's like, all right, I got to do it. We need, we need distraction. What can we do? And then that's when the son looks down at his little stem player. He's like, I know what to do. And so he has PA-47 fly towards the robots. And of course he's like, I come in your way. <laughs> but then he throws the stem player. It gets close to the robot. Bunch of feedback noise. And so they're distracted for a little bit. It gives him enough time, enough of an opening to run to the car. He reaches in. He picks out the laser gun from the glove compartment. And he aims it. But then he freezes up. He tenses up. He hasn't shot a gun in a while. And the dad's like, you got to take the shot. You got to take the shot. Now his window is gone. They're closing in. They're aiming to shoot him. And the son's like, just how I taught you. All right. Both hands on the weapon. Block out everything. Focus. Deep breath. Squeeze. And so it's getting tense. It's getting tense. But then he shoots and he manages to hit one of them. He shoots again. He manages to hit like the weapon out of the other person's hand. It's like, all right, we got it. Drive. And so they get into the car. Drive. The robot flies in the car and then they're speeding off of, off onto the interstate after a little bit they lost them and then dad's like that was that was some quick thinking to someone that doesn't shoot a whole lot and then <laughs> and the son kind of looks forward and we could tell that like this is the first time he's heard any affirmation from his dad for a while and he's just like thanks my dead dad's consciousness and uh he turns the cube around so its eyes are facing out. And then they keep on driving into the sunset. Man. 
we have some really fun characters in like the just the heads up. Yep. Top left. <laughs> Top left. You in the yellow, watch out. Yep. That's so funny. Man, man that's good. The whole yeah. time I was trying to think of a name. Yeah. And man, this is a hard one to name. Uh so what about uh journey to save the world? Journey to I save like the where world. that's going. Yeah. If we could if we could have like a road trip ish name, but then yeah. it's like to save the world, that's a huh. I mean, what if we just called it road trip parentheses to save the world? <laughs> uh huh. This is a hard one. Road trip with my dad. Yeah. Uh, tr- uh dad- <laughs> daddy's home. <laughs> uh maybe it's like uh we could establish like the location they're going. Yeah. And so like the film could just be called to blank or road to blank or something yeah road road to salvation (laughs) what Uh, if it's just like it's the future what if like what if like the secret base or with the bomb or the spaceship or whatever it's in like new pittsburgh or something it was like we gotta get to new pittsburgh new (laughs) pittsburgh uh what about uh one car two robots Me, me, my dad, and the end of the world. Huh. Uh, I I like Journey to New Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that makes me laugh. Do that. Okay. Journey to New Portland. New Portland. <laughs> or what, what's a state that like should not have a new? Uh, Journey to New South Carolina. <laughs> one of the square states in the Utah? middle, but it's Journey gotta be to New Montana. It's gotta be a city though. Oh, right, right. Can't be a state. Yeah. Journey to New Minneapolis. <laughs> new, Minneapolis. new uh New Cleveland. Journey to New Cleveland. I like that. Okay. Or what was the one that we started with? Pittsburgh. Let's do Journey to New Pittsburgh. Okay. That's funny. Okay. Hey man, did you see the new Steelers on last night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Journey. Like I only watch Steel Steelers classic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, I only oh, watch come on. old Steelers. You pretentious. <laughs> Little, the only Lil Uzi Burt, <laughs> Travis Scott. I bet you only listen to Drake. Yeah. I listen to new Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Journey to New Pittsburgh, written by <laughs> Robert Therrell and Chase Bridges. <laughs> I almost said featuring. <laughs> no, too much. No, too much. <laughs> Written by, written by, written by, written by. Updates. Time for the update. New on our upcoming short film based on episode two of this very podcast. Double date, episode two of season one. So, because of the way our schedules worked out, we're recording this episode just a mere two days after we recorded last week. So, yeah. I figured what we could do is we talked about a rehearsal and we film a rehearsal so I could like play around with editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Since then, I have edited most of this rehearsal yes. and I just, just now show Chase the, the footage for the first time. So see yeah. what he thinks of it. Uh, so uh, first of all, hate it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, it sucks, Robert. Like, <laughs> let's scrap the whole thing. No, dude, I, uh, I'm really excited. I've seen most of it. I'm excited to see. So when we 
when we did the rehearsal, we didn't have all four actors. Yeah. Uh, and so in the rehearsal footage, uh, we all take turns playing that other actor. Yeah. It does get pretty trippy because at one point you are arguing with, with myself. yourself. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's there's some good moments in there. We I just watched it. There's parts where I laugh. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for us to shoot it on the actual day with everybody. The actual environment. It just... Watching the rehearsal makes me more excited than anything. Yeah. Um... I noticed a few things that I, I think I'll try to do different. Okay. Like, um, not not different. How do I put it into words? Like in the in the in the first part, uh, I think maybe uh, there was a there was a chunk where I wasn't uh, quite I wasn't as much as I think that character should be. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I definitely think that's part of part of the rehearsal is finding the character. Yeah. So once we're on set, we already know what it is. So. I think yeah. by the end of it, everyone like had a very strong hold on what, what their performance want. is going to be. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and um, that makes me super excited. I'm really excited to shoot it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, this part of part of what I've learned from it is, for me, apart from just like working with the actors, filming and editing this helps me like kind of see like what what little bits might have been blind spots for me mm-hmm. that we'll now want to look out for when we're getting on set. Mm-hmm. immediately what i noticed cutting this footage was one there are a few moments where like characters kind of go from point a to point b and we don't quite see the transition from those places so i'm just going to make sure to like capture that and also there are a few moments where people are talking really fast and in a lot of takes that could end with them kind of having their lines bleed over each other which makes okay. it it limits what i could cut because there were some there were some performances that i liked even better than the ones of the final cut but like people's lines bled too much over, over it. it so when i'm on set just yeah except for like one moment that's like intentionally chaotic i'll try to like be a bit better about making sure all the lines are captured a little more cleanly yeah see that's the stuff that like you don't think about until you do it yeah and it would suck if the first time we did it was uh-huh. the shoot day yep so i'm really glad we did the rehearsal selfishly i'm super glad that we did the rehearsal just because i got to try out stuff i figured out what worked and what didn't because i was just i was just trying to make abby or kara laugh or robert laugh uh-huh. just yeah. like whoever i was sitting across from i was just trying to make them laugh yeah there is a moment in the rehearsal where even though everyone is in character you do something different and they just laugh in the take <laughs> yeah. i just i i can't begin to explain just how happy acting makes me yeah. you know what i mean like that yeah. rehearsal i had a blast watching it just now it just it warms my heart because uh-huh. it's so much fun and i think sometimes people take things too seriously you know we like watching the rehearsal we could sit here and just like kind of kill ourselves over it and be like well, we need to do this we need to do this and this sucks we need to fix that but also it's just like we did the rehearsal and we had a ton of fun we learned okay we should probably do this this and this differently and we're gonna have fun on the day that we shoot it you know yeah well that day is coming up it is i'm so excited it's coming up really soon how many days away are we from from this recording we're we're less than a month less than a month away just less than a month three days less than a month (laughs) and we'll we'll keep on updating y'all every week every week and then uh when it comes out be on the lookout because we'll probably have some bts stuff 
follow the Instagram guys at Instagram or no at written by <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. And now it's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> And that does it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I thought I'd do the outro in my, my robot voice because I, I have all those effects laid out. Thought it'd sound fun. But uh, yeah, I'm going to start this by plugging our Instagram. Y'all, it's a written by a pod on Instagram. Hey, not only is it a cool place where you can keep updated on what we're doing and see a bunch of cool screenwriting memes, it's also where you vote for our rival pitch episodes. Y'all, last week's rival pitch, currently, if you see the voting, it's a tie. So we need, we need at least one of y'all to listen to that episode, then hop on over to our post for last week, Monday, May 23rd, that has the graphic from that episode, and leave a comment letting us know which pitch you like best. Did you like mine? Did you like Chase's? Let us know so we don't have an awkward time. But, uh, yeah, hey. If y'all have an idea for a story topic that goes into our bowl that we draw from at the beginning of each episode, you can email that to writtenbyapodcast at gmail.com. That's our email. You can send out your suggestions for bowl topics or things we do a rival pitch episode on. So send that over to the email, writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. This, this robot has a pretty good singing voice. I like that. I like that. Hey, I'm Robert. Chase is a co-host. You can follow me at Robert, two underscores Isaac, and Chase at Chase Bridges, two underscores. You know, I, I sat alone like a hundred gecks. That's what I sound like right now. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, subscribe to this. Tell a friend. Leave an iTunes review. We haven't got one of those in a while. We always love reading those. Uh, hey, if a lot of y'all send in iTunes reviews, uh, some week in the future, we'll read some of them here in the outro. But, uh, yeah, can't wait to see you next week. We're coming at you with another Rival Pitches. Make sure to vote on last week's. Next episode's gonna be good. We'll see you next week. <laughs>